Welcome to Life as a Freelance Writer, the content podcast, where I will show up weekly to share what I have learned as a writer, a freelancer, and a business owner. My purpose is to inform and educate, so I want to help you get the most out of yourself, whether you are a writer, an entrepreneur, or anything in between. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello gang, how are we all? Um, So today's episode is actually sparked um, from a question that someone asked me last year, so late last year, when I was kind of, you know, brainstorming some topics and the things that, you know, you might want to ask a content writer. Um, And her question was, how do you stand out from others with your content? So I thought I would give you guys a little checklist. So make sure you get out a pen and paper because uh, there's a lot in here and I don't want you to feel like super overwhelmed. Um, I hate like listening to podcasts where I'm like, oh, I don't know where to start. So this is kind of a checklist and you can do, you might already do some of them. Um, You might want to, yeah, start doing some of them, but Essentially, I just want to help you guys, you know, develop more content for your business um, so you can promote yourself a lot more. So I think, you know, uh, as I've been developing my own content strategy and content strategies for my clients, I've noticed a lot of things and kind of, um, I guess, limiting beliefs have come up. So um, I just want to go through some of those as I like talk through kind of what I think you should be doing to create standout content and of course like it just comes down to what you need to remember is don't try and serve everyone just try and serve the people that you need to help and I think that's why niching down is super important and just kind of writing down the people that you want to serve because that'll help you like speak to them most of the times it we find it is ourselves five years ago so you know what would we need five years ago from now? Or it's like, you know, if you are a side hustler or you've been um, working uh, in corporate or business for many years, usually it's the people that you used to work for. So like the clients that you used to work for. So most of the time you'd have a fair idea on kind of the things or the topics that you could be talking about because you just need to look at your target audience and what they want. So first of all, what I would recommend in creating standout content is pick a theme for your week. And obviously for your month, what it will look like is you are offering something in that month. So obviously all your call to actions will be sparked around your offer at the time. But what I mean by pick a theme for the week is you might do a blog post on Say, for instance, I'll give you an example of my business. I um, had a podcast last week or with the gorgeous Ella who spoke a lot about social media and how to like write really compelling content for Instagram and social media and the like. So then I did a blog post on that podcast. Throughout the week, I had certain posts scheduled on my social media to promote, obviously, people listening to that piece of content. But just little tips and tricks pulled out of that and also tips and tricks that I've learned along the way to kind of educate people. So my theme last week was, you know, creating content for social media and specifically Instagram. 
a lot of my posts, if you look on my channel, on, on my feed, were around creating content to really draw in your target audience around social media. Obviously, I have other posts, you know, um, a little bit about me, um, you know, something that inspired me for the week, you know, looking at all those pillars as a whole. But I have my theme was around creating content for Instagram and for social media. So have a think about each week what themes you could have. They're always going to lead back to what you're offering or they're always going to call to action to something, whether it's a piece of content that you want people to you know, watch and listen to, whether it could be that your call to action is for them to engage in your post, ask them questions, get them to answer for you. But I think it's really important for each week you have a theme and it'll make you feel really purpose-driven with your content. It'll make you feel like you, um, you know, have structure in your posts and in your pieces of content so number one pick a theme of the week number two is alternate between the pillars of content and these pillars are ones that I have created to help you guys they are to inform to educate to engage and to show the fun side of you so these four pillars and I'll put a link um in the show notes to the pot to the blog posts that I've written on these four pillars. So last week, Alice spoke about, um, you know, the entertaining, the educational, the inspirational, the storytelling, and the little bit of promotional posts that you have throughout your social media. These pillars are very similar to that. So informing is a little bit about your promotional, but also about yourself and about your business. The educational is those really high value posts that you do, where you're providing tips, tricks, hacks, whatever it might be around what you're offering. And then you've got the engaging, which is, you know, asking people to give you feedback, to um, engage in your posts, ask some questions. You know, maybe you tell them something a little bit about yourself, so you're informing, but then at the end you ask someone to share as well, so you're engaging as well. And then the fun side of you, which is similar to like the entertaining, the inspirational, you know, things that really... Um, speak to you and the things that make your life, you know, like about your life, about your business, the behind the scenes kind of stuff, you know, all that fun kind of thing that people just like to engage with because they just want to, you know, know more about you because, you know, we love things around, we love learning things around other people. We love engaging with other people. You know, if you look at videos with people in them, you're more likely to watch if you're, um, you know, working in internal communications in my full-time job, we notice that um, a lot of stories on our intranet that have a relation to people, not rather like those things that people might need to know around, like this policy's come in or check out this new really exciting benefit we've got. But if we did like a team member profile, that really engages people. They love reading that stuff and they're the really high, you know, they're the things you're going to get really good engagement with. So they're the kinds of things that you need to think about that where you're going to stand out above the rest. What are you going to provide that's like more insight into yourself and your business and where are you going to provide really educational stuff that's going to be like, oh my God, like I listen to her or I watch or I engage with her content because every week she's always providing like really cool tips and tricks that are really informative for my business. So have a think about that. Those four pillars um, and where you could be showing up, you know, you might go, okay, um, Mondays and Fridays, I really talk about informing, you know, one day I might be talking about my business and myself and the other day I might be talking about what I've got to offer. And then you might do like Tuesdays and Thursdays, are really educational stuff, Wednesdays and um, 
Saturdays you might be more engaging and Sundays might be fun or you might do a bit more fun. Have a think about what that looks like for your business and what feels really good, but also trial it. Have a think about like what really works. You'll be able to notice through engagement uh, what people are really resonating with and then you know, check in every month, have a look at that. But at the same time, remember things take time to develop. So if you're not getting engagement straight away, don't just assume it's not working. Stick at it for a while and and have a look at the stats every month. And then maybe after three months, have a look at the whole picture and what you could be changing and what's working and what's not. The third one is look at the new platforms on the market and see where you can be really creative with this. We know TikTok's massive at the moment. And people are doing really different stuff on TikTok. So think about the new channels that are coming out there and what you could do that's a little bit different. Like do your market research, ask people what they want to know more about and use a new platform to really like um, experiment on that. Could also be that there's a platform that's old that you're not showing up on yet. Have a look at that. And maybe go like completely different on that platform. You know, your Instagram might be more about like tips, tricks, more about your business, but then you might be using LinkedIn to target a whole different audience and you might just do all video or you might just do, you know, like video we know on LinkedIn works really well. You might have a YouTube channel that's just dedicated to your, um, you know, behind the scenes of your business. You might not do anything about what you've got to offer. So have a look at like new platforms you're not showing up on and where you could do something a little bit different around your business that's going to engage people. That's where you're going to stand out. If you've got different platforms showing different things, of course, we don't want to get like where I've got like 20 different platforms that we show up on with all different content because that just creates so much work. But maybe you could do like um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook are very similar and you kind of, you know, on LinkedIn, you might do a couple of new videos that aren't seen on your other platforms. Same with uh, Facebook, you might have a couple of posts a little bit different and with Instagram, but a lot of the content's curated and then you might use YouTube to just go something completely different, completely out of the box to your business. So what would that look like for you? Brainstorm, ask your audience and then just start and see what happens. Like what, what do you got to lose really? Okay, so the next one is always update your content. This is one that I've um, been really, uh, it's come up a lot. I've been listening to Neil Patel uh, um, and Eric Sewell's uh, podcast marketing school, which is awesome. I really recommend it. But um, they talk a lot about, uh, you know, looking at your old old content and where you could be updating that because it helps with SEO as well. But it might be attracting uh, people to read your posts that might not have seen that, you know, from years ago because, or from months ago because they weren't engaging with you. So if you're like uh, constantly updating your content, people are going to be able to see like, oh, I didn't know she spoke about this, you know, three months ago. That's really relevant to me now. So if you're like updating it, it's going to come up in the Google searches. It's going to come up, you know, you could be just, you know, going a bit of a throwback and promote an old podcast or promote an old blog in your story and people see that and then they they read back over it and because you've updated that piece of content, it's now more relevant to the now and someone might get a lot of value out of it. So think about some of the old content that you could repurpose and update a little bit. I know, yeah, it's massive for SEO, so it's also a good idea to do it for that. But also you could really spark a whole another audience that you didn't know were interested in that topic. Of course, to stand out with your content, you want to promote it. So if you do a blog post, if you uh, have a podcast, 
Don't just publish and then that's it, be done with it. Look at a strategy where you can be promoting it across your channels. You might not, you know, throughout the week, you might promote your different uh, forms of content across, you know, different channels that you have. But don't just publish and leave it. And don't just publish and then go, hey, check out my new blog. Pull out some content from it, explain what people can get out of it, and share it. Have links that people can click onto so they can find out more. Don't underestimate promoting your content because that's where people are going to see it. Also, one of the really cool tips that I got from listening to Marketing School by Neil Patel is promote your content with people that you mention in your content. If there is like some research you do and you write a blog around that research, link them in there, link it in there and message that person and say, hey, I did a piece of content on XYZ. I mentioned you, thought you might be interested in seeing this, but also in case you want to promote it with your following. Like if someone shared my blog, uh, shared my blog in their blog and messaged me and said, hey, I did this piece really informative around your blog. Like I really liked it. So I wanted to inform my audience, but just, you know, wrote um, a piece and mentioned your blog. I would definitely share it with my audience 100%. So don't underestimate that. You know, look at where you're mentioning people, you're talking about their content and tell them that you've, you've um, mentioned them. It's such good promotion for your business and theirs as well. So you're really helping each other out. One of the biggest ones is plan your content. And this is like why having a content strategy is really important. So you know where you're showing up when and what the purpose is from that. You know, the other day um, I had, you know, at my full-time job, I had uh, a stakeholder in the business message me, their internal stakeholder. And they said, um, we've got this message that we want to deliver, um, you know, can you please send this out to the whole business? And I read it and yeah, it was a good news story and something that I could use on a different channel, like a, a newsletter, like a weekly newsletter that updates all of our inter- internal our employees. Um, it was a good news story, but was it worth a whole company-wide email when there was no purpose around it? There was just kind of like, this is what we're doing. That's it. Not, this is what we're doing. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, please message us. There was no purpose around it. So really that was, should be used on a different channel. And that's what I explained, like, you know, for a whole company email, probably not worth it. But I do a weekly like roundup of what's happened that week. It'd be great for that. Done. That's why promoting and planning your content is so critical. So you know where you should be showing up around a certain topic and what's really important and have purpose around that content so that if you're posting on Instagram it might not be the right platform for Facebook so have a look at your content strategy I have um, a video on my Instagram highlights Um, I'm currently updating those so it's a bit all over the shop message me I'll send you the video around what I do for my content strategy that might spark you uh, some inspiration or I do have a package that I will be launching in Feb But if you want to know more about it on content strategy, really, that's all it is, is a content strategy. Some people want to write their own content. That's fine. I completely understand that. Some people aren't sure. They've got 101 ideas and they just don't know where to niche down on those ideas and plan them out. That's where a content strategy will help and that's where I could help as well. So if that's something you're interested in, send me a message, let me know. But planning your content will ensure that you feel really good about what you're talking about because it's got structure. We all love structure. It doesn't matter if you're posting things like different topics every day. It's just like too confusing. 
your audience is going to be really confused. So that leads into the next one is make sure your content talks to each other. I was talking to um, a really good friend the other day. Uh, She's a little bit the same. She has a podcast, a blog, and all of her social channels. And she said to me, like, I am just a little bit lost because I have so many cool content ideas and I'm just not sure what to do. And I said, make sure your content talks to each other. And what I mean by this is if you've got a blog post, have a podcast, you want them to be on the same topic. You want them to talk to each other. If you are, just have a think about this. If you're posting a blog on, say, for instance, in my business, if I had a blog talking about um, the content pillars and I had a podcast talking about content strategy, but none of them mentioned the, the two, nothing was related, it was completely different. And then throughout my Instagram throughout the week, I'm talking about here's my latest blog on this and I have done this in the past and I've known it doesn't work. Here's my blog post on the content pillars and then the next day here's my podcast on content strategy huh that is so much content that is too much and if people are following you and engaging with your content they don't want to feel overwhelmed that they have to read your blog listen to your podcast watch your latest youtube video and read all your on all your social medias just so that they can feel like they're really on top of everything that has to do with xyz say everything that has to do with content that is a lot of content for them to consume and if they need to consume your content, consume other people's content, plan their business, actually work for their clients and develop their own business. That is so much time and that's really daunting. So make sure everything talks to each other. You have a podcast, you have a blog to back it up. Yeah, you'll have like some little bits and pieces that are different and then you have your social media that complements it. It's just a cycle. You don't want to overwhelm people with 50 million different topics because they're going to feel like they're not on top of Say, for instance, it's business and business coaching. If they want to know everything it is to launching a business and you've got so many different things you're talking about, they're like, hang on, what is the most important thing I need to focus on? If each week you have a theme, they go, okay, this week I'm going to focus on this. Next week is a different topic. Yep, I'm going to focus on this. They will just come through the journey with you. So say, for instance, I'm talking about content strategy one week. They go, okay, that's the most important thing I need to focus on this week for my business, develop a content strategy. The next week, I talk about the pillars. Okay, well, these content pillars really complement my content strategy. So I'm going to make sure these pillars are in my content strategy. And it just goes on like that and it flows and it flows well. So make sure your content talks to each other. And that leads into the next one. Remember, you can repeat yourself. So just think about it. Not one person is probably going to be like it'd be great if someone is watching your videos, listening to your podcast, reading your blog, but that's why they can all be similar topics because not everyone's going to consume that. You're going to have your really loyal, dedicated listeners and followers that do, but you're going to have some people that just want to consume one form of content. That's why you don't want to overwhelm them because then if they know there's a blog on something else, they're like, what? Too much. So just remember, you can repeat yourself. My business coach, Ruby, she always talks about her her founding story, what makes her her. And every time I get something different out of it, she I've heard her tell her stories so many times because I just consume all of her content. But you know what? I am so okay with that because every time, one, it's a reminder that we all started from somewhere and two, every time I get something else out of it. So just because you're seeing your content all the time and it's repetitive doesn't mean it is for someone else. And you know what they say like in, in terms of marketing, someone needs to see something seven times before it like ingrains in their brain. 
So just don't be scared to repeat yourself. It is okay. And, you know, that's going to make you stand out because you're kind of covering all bases. You're not just like talking about different things on different channels and it's just like too confusing. The most important one to standing out above the rest is show your personality. Show your personality. If you're a business, show your business personality. Remember, there's always a face behind that business. So don't be scared to show some of your personality because what you do need to remember is you're not going to be able to reach everyone. Everyone's going to have someone they prefer to listen to. That's why if someone's doing something similar to you, it's okay because you're going to attract the people that really resonate with you and that's why showing your personality is important. You don't need to stand out you know, and attract every single person around your topic. You won't have the workload for it. Trust me, no one would. If there was one, think of like one business that's, you know, so big and that they're it, that's it. They're nothing else. It just doesn't happen. There's always competitors. So don't be scared of that. Just show your personality and attract those really aligned clients through your personality. You know, for me, like my values, which I've been mentioning on my Facebook page, um, which is just content queen if you want to follow it, I've been talking about my values. So some of my values include I'm a really open person and I love to talk, as you probably know, and I love to be really open with my clients. You know, um, we all have a life. If I, you know, it's we're not, you know, it's not life or death. So I like to be open and say, you know, this is what's happening in my life at the moment. Obviously, you can put a filter on it. That's fine. That's up to you, but I'm super open. Um, And one of my other values is to be really fun. And I want to be fun and I want to have fun with my clients. I don't want it to just be work, work, work all the time. Like I want to know about their life because I will just resonate with them a lot more and they'll resonate with me. That's why I want to be a digital nomad in 2020 because I just want to have fun and work and do what I love. So show your personality and those who value you will work with you. So don't be scared of that. And especially with brands and businesses, if you're, if you know, you don't, you have employees and you don't want to be the face of your brand, your business still has a personality. Like look at some of the biggest brands. They all have personalities. They're all going to respond and have a bit of fun. Like I'm part of this group called Australian Community Managers and it's incredible. And they like really highlight brands that are just like doing what they do best. Like we know NT News, Northern Territory News, have a personality. It's incredible. It's funny. Let's go look, check them out. It's so good. How they respond to their clients and customers. That's who they are. That's their brand and that's their personality. And that's fine. We all have one. We don't have to be corporate like, hello, customer. How are you? Or hello, customer. Due to customer feedback, we have noticed X, Y, Z. Like, no, stop. Stop that. Show your personality, have fun. We're all human. Another one which leads into that is, you know, have a content strategy, but have a brand strategy as well. What does your brand look like? You know, if you're all the face behind your brand, that's great. But if you're not, what's your personality of your brand? I have a really good guide called um, Creating Your Own Business Voice. That might really help you if you're struggling to find your personality and to struggle to, you know, get your personality across in your content. It's free. Check it out. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. They're probably already there anyway. Um, you know, look at your brand. What does that brand mean to you? But what is the voice behind that brand? And you can have like a guide. So if you have employees come in, you go, this is our brand. This is what we stand for. Don't worry about being too professional. Be low key. Everyone will resonate with that so more, so much more. And they'll find that there's, oh, there's people that work behind this brand. You know, they we're going to empathize more if we know that there's, you know, we're all human and we're all people. Like I saw this most incredible, oh, side note, I'm going to read it to you because 
I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I think I liked it, so hopefully I'll be able to find it because LinkedIn's kind of hard to find some content. But talk about like strategy around like a brand and having personality. We're just going to backtrack for a second. I need to find this because it's incredible. The CEO of Hustler Agency, might be wrong, but they're an Australian, Sydney-based, their CEO wrote this. I left the office at 1 p.m. In the morning, I told my team I'd be leaving early. I didn't say I had a client meeting or a doctor's appointment. I told them the truth. I was going to watch my daughter receive an award at her school assembly. Why? Because I am human. I'm not trying to impress people with how hard I work. I prefer to build an open and transparent culture. As a leader, it starts with me. No one should hide their personal life at work or apologize for it. Do you need to pick up your kids from school? Go for it. Need to go home and accept a delivery of your new couch? Awesome. Text me a picture. We are human. Let's be real about our lives. As long as we get the work done, deliver what we say, and keep growing our clients' businesses, let's be authentic with each other on the journey. What do you think about that? That was, I loved it. I love that post so much. But think about that with your business. Like, what does your brand look like? What do you stand for? What's your personality? So have a strategy around your brand where, you know, you have language that you say to your, you know, and obviously if you've got team members, follow that 100%. That's awesome. I love that kind of culture. But you need culture not just internally but externally as well. Like how do you show up and what does that look like? We don't have to be super professional all the time. As he said, as long as we get the work done, we can show our personality. But more around like a content strategy, as I said before, we need that. We need to strategize. We need to know that our content is, you know, in line with what we want to achieve. And that's how you're going to stand out because you're going to draw really aligned people that are going to see what you have to offer and they're going to engage with that. Another one is review your content. Like I said before, update your old content. Review your content all the time. Look at the stats, what's working well, what's not. If something's not working well, you're not standing out, so get rid of it. Obviously, like I said, take the time. Don't expect everything to happen overnight. That's why consistency is key. Consistently do it, then you'll see what's working and what's not. Next is have a good headline or subject line in your content. That is how you'll stand out 100%. I talked about this with Allah. Allah gave a really good tip. So listen to last week's podcast for that, or you can um, read my blog because I've got it on there. It's in bold, so you'll be able to see it. Put the link down below. Um, But look at your headlines and your subject lines. If your newsletter, for instance, is January newsletter, okay, righto, what's any different from any other January newsletter? If your subject line has the, say for instance, in their January newsletter, there's a really cool tip. The headline would be how to level up on your content strategy for 2020. If I'm a business owner and I've been thinking about content strategy and it's been everywhere and everyone's talking about it, I'm going to click on that. Think about your headlines. Even of your Instagram posts, remember that when someone sees it, obviously the photo is first, they're going to look at your caption down the bottom. If yours just says something really vanilla and really plain, they're probably not going to click see more and read the rest. They're probably just going to leave it. Think about the content you engage with. What speaks to you the most? What are the headlines that attract you? That is like the headlines of newspapers are the biggest thing that attract a reader. So don't dismiss a headline or a title line. Really good tip, if you're looking for subject lines for your podcast, your blogs, go to Ubersuggest. Ubersuggest is Neil Patel's free platform 
It looks at keywords and gives you so much cool, um, you know, feedback on certain keywords. Type in your keyword of your blog. Look at what people are writing for headlines. Have a look at what pe- what's performing well in SEO, what people are clicking on. That's what people like. Brainstorm from there. Don't copy it, obviously. We're not plagiarizing here. But look at that and see what you can do to create a good headline. Just don't underestimate the importance of a good headline. I tell you that or a subject line. Don't make it vanilla. No one's going to click on it. One of another, there's a lot here. I understand that. So I will have a blog on this. So don't stress if you are like, oh my God, too many. I'm driving my car. I'm not going to write these down. My blog will summarize all these for you. So you can go back, look at that, see which one aligns to you. Just listen to this and just think about it. This is getting your mind thinking about how you can stand out. And I'm sure you'll have a ding moment as you're driving your car, as you're walking your dog that will go, yep, that's what I need to do. Have good photos. Good photos are so important. People look at photos first, always. If a photo resonates with them, they'll read the rest. So get a branding shoot. That is one thing I need to do. I know. My photos at the moment are just cool travel photos and whatever. Like mine are old photos. I need to get mine updated. So I need a branding shoot. Have a think about how you can do that. Ruby, my business coach, had an awesome tip on um, Airbnb. They have experiences. They have a photography experience in most cities. It's like a hundred and something bucks and you get all the photos and someone will just go come and take photos of you in your city. So look at the good photos. You need good photos to attract people. People look at your stuff when you've got cool photos. How you will stand out, show up. Yes, I mean you because there's a face behind your brand and don't forget it. If you're the CEO of your brand and you don't want to, you know, you've got a pretty big business, why can't the CEO show up on video on Instagram and say, hey, like why? <laughs> How cool would that be if you saw the CEO like addressing on an Instagram live? This, If you are the CEO and you don't think you need to show up because you're not the face behind the brand, you still started that brand. So yes, you do. You need to. Show people, show up, be consistent. Consistency is key. Put faces behind your brand and show up. Do video. If you're hiring someone, you know, for instance, people hire me to do their social media. So like I'll batch all their content. So batch maybe their um, Facebook, their Instagram, whatever it might be. That's cool because that like relieves the pressure off them. And obviously I put strategy around it. But you also should be showing up on video whether it's your team members on video, whether that's the CEO, you go live, like you still need to show up just because someone's doing that content doesn't mean you shouldn't be showing up. Also, to stand out, don't ignore what your clients are saying. Ask them what they want. Ask the questions. Go into Facebook groups. You know, ask your clients directly, what do you want to hear from me? What do you want to see on my Instagram or my LinkedIn? Or what do you want to see? Ask your clients, but don't ignore what they're saying. If they're saying, we really want this, but you've got like content strat um, schedule for the next two months, uh-uh. push it up. People want to hear that first. If people, that is what they need from you, give them what they need. Ask questions, ask people what they want. Don't ignore it. Alice spoke a lot about this uh, in last week's podcast. Go in a Facebook group, start polls. Use your Instagram story to start polls. Directly ask your clients, what do you need? What do you want to hear from me on my socials? What do you want to hear from me in a blog? What are your main concerns right now that you need clarifying? Ask them. Okay, two more and then I'm done. 
push out of the comfort zone, things get easier. If showing up on live really terrifies you, show up in a video on your story first. Get a reaction out of that, then go live. You can have notes for going live. Like I have notes when I go live, so I know what I don't go too far off track and I know what I'm saying. But look at what your comfort zone is What's and then what's your uncomfortable zone and aim for it. Aim for it this year because that's how you're going to stand out. If a video absolutely terrifies you but your clients haven't seen you do video, do it. You'll stand out. They're like, oh, my God, Raya's doing video. I've never seen her do video. How cool is this? Do it. <laughs> it's not. It, it gets easier, trust me. And the last one is brainstorm ideas. Collate your notes into a file and go through them. I have an Excel sheet on all the pieces of content I want to write on. And I've just brainstormed like in the car, oh, yeah, cool topic. Think about that one, write it down, and then put it in a spread. I'll come back to that later. At least it's there and I haven't forgotten about it. Someone asked me a question. Oh, that could be a blog post. That could be a podcast. Put it down, write it down, review it all the time. That's where you're going to stand out because you're thinking of those ideas and you're actioning them. Okay. I hope that wasn't too much for you. There are so many things you can do to stand out, but one of the key things I can say is be you and be your brand. If you have topic around your brand and you know how you want to show up, just show up and just be consistent with it. You will stand out. The more consistent you are, people will start to drop off. But just be consistent. Action now. Start planning your 2020 themes for the weeks. You can do this by just writing them down in a calendar. I have one. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can kind of like have like every month and then I'll just color code it. So like Facebook's a certain color, Instagram's a certain color, whatever. But down the bottom, I have my month, like what my offer is. And then each week it'll be the theme. And I know what the themes are and I use my Google Calendar to, you know, once I know what my blog post is, I know what my theme or my podcast, I know what my theme is going to be for that week. And then I just write the content out, schedule it in, post it, get a calendar, hold yourself accountable. Okay, things to take out of this is you will stand out to your aligned audience. You're not going to stand out to everyone in the world. If you say, I serve everyone, you serve no one. So have a think about what that looks like for you. My blog post will come out on Thursday and it'll have like all of these down so that you're not like super overwhelmed at the moment. So just think, yep, Thursday, I'll read the blog. I'll go through them all, see which ones I need to start doing and action them. I have my blog post from last week with Ella that has some really good content you can use across your socials. One thing I want to mention before I go is my new offer for Feb. If you're a coach or a service looking to launch in 2020, but you're not sure where to start with your content, message me, please. This offer will be incredible. And I want anyone that messages me, I'm just accepting this on the podcast because you guys listen to me. If it's something you want, message me. I'll give you an insight into what it is. But essentially, it will help you launch bigger and better than ever before based on your content. Send me a message. If you want to know more about what that is, I'm really excited to offer it. And I think, and it really just came to me in my coaching call with Ruby this week. So I'm just like trying to like smash out all the copy for it. But I'm telling you, you will get so much out of it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please don't forget to share this with all your freelancer, business and writing friends who want to start leveling up on their content. This podcast gives them so many tips and tricks and I am learning as I go as well. So I am trying to provide as much as I can to help you guys. 
start producing your own amazing content or to help hire someone that can help you. It doesn't have to be me. I just want you to all start producing content that isn't just like you producing it for the sake of it. It has meaning around it and you feel good about it. But what I would really like you to do is also share this on your Insta stories. Tag me at contentqueen underscore Mariah. But you can just tell them about it. Like if someone needs to know about this podcast, please tell them. It helps me get this out so I can share my message. So does rating and reviewing. On whatever platform you're listening to this on, I just really, you know, want to know your feedback on this podcast. If there's certain things you want me to change, certain things you want me to do, let me know so I can make this bigger and better than ever. Follow me on Instagram. Link, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, Macinus, M-A-C-I-N-E-S. I've got different content on my LinkedIn. I'm sharing videos. I'm trying to let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about, anything you want me to research around content and share it with you. I will talk to you guys next week. Have an incredible week. Um, but yeah, just connect with me, follow me, share, like continue the journey with me on my socials and I'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.